The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh my God, Jody! I'm totally ready. It's 2017. Happy New Year! Oh, Happy New Year! Do you believe it? It's the first show of the year right now, right now. Yeah, I know. It, it's totally awesome because it's like 2017, <laughs> and we have a fresh slate to do all kinds of good stuff. I know. So it's like yeah. a whole new year of mistakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> a whole new year of mistakes, a whole new year of learning. I mean, a whole new year of guests. It's it's really, really quite exciting. Um, it is. It yeah. Is. It's really exciting for the new year. And and I get like all my, like, you know, my planner mode on and my strategic yeah. thing. And like, what are we going to do in 2017 that's different than we did in 2016? How are we going to make our businesses better? And all that stuff. I mean, that's fun because like there's so much opportunity, but I think we need to remember to revisit it in um, May when we, when when uh, the middle of the year list and see if we're actually on track. <laughs> when we're deep in the mud of the new year of the year, we're like, oh, what happened to January? I was so optimistic. No, I, I think it, I think that's a good way. You know, you like planning and then see where you are in the middle of the year. And, and um, you know, sometimes you're in a whole totally different direction. Sometimes you're right where you want to be, you know, um, or more. Yeah. You know, yeah, and to just remember that it takes longer than you think it will. Like, because I always think, (laughs) like, I'm always ready, and all this stuff is going to be finished in two months, and blah blah blah. And then, of course, you know, it's like July, and I'm like finally accomplishing what I set out to do that I thought was going to take me two months. It's now taking me six or seven. So I think as long as like we go into it with the right mindset, yeah, and that we know as long as we're moving forward, 2017 is just going to rock. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, we're, we're getting radical here on this show. Uh, and I know we have a lot of amazing guests lined up for uh, 2017. And we're psyched because our first guest of this year is going to talk to us all about technology. Well, right, because technology is totally about being radical because you need technology because who can run any business without technology today? It doesn't matter what your business is. Technology has to be at the core of it because that's just the way the world works today. Um, so yeah. without any further ado, mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce our guest today who is um, Byron Patrick and he's actually a CPA, but like he went to the dark side of technology. And Ooh. so he started his career um, being like a regular CPA um, and he has the tattoo to prove it. He actually has a tattoo on his arm that's a CPA. <laughs> um, I can't wait to ask he- him about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
But <laughs> then he went into technology and, you know, um, in 2008, he, um, he opened his own cloud hosting firm called Simplified Innovations. And we were actually a customer of Simplified for a couple of years. And then um, recently he sold it. And now he's part of Network Alliance's team um, to help move small businesses and CPAs to the cloud. So um, there's my formal intro of Byron. And I have to say that I've known him for a number of years and he's a pretty cool guy. Um, and so Byron, how are you this new year? Hey, happy new year, everybody. Um, I'm doing good. I, I'm, I'm excited to uh, kick this year off. Yeah. I, how did you guys meet? I mean, I know you guys known each other for a while, but what what's the story behind your meeting? Oh, oh were you? I guess Jody, you said just said you were, you worked with Byron, but is that how you guys met? No, even before that. Um, Gosh, Jody, what, what does it go back to? Like uh, uh, AICPA tech conference, maybe? Or uh, you know what? Actually, I, it just hit me. I think it started on Twitter. And oh, probably. On, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it started on Twitter, like years and years ago. And then I think the very first time we met in person was at uh, MA, uh, Maryland Association of CPAs swearing in. Uh, um, flash mob. Present. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. The flash mob. I for wow. A CPA <laughs> flash mob, Liz. It was crazy. I bet CPAs know how to rock it. I know from personal experience. So, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I think what's interesting too about Byron's background is he's a CPA as well as a technologist, and I don't think you get those two together too often. Yes, I don't. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I think that technology uh, sometimes scares CPAs, and maybe that's changed in you know as we move into 2017. But I know that there has been, in general, a reluctance to move over to the cloud or change platforms or change software because you know if it's not broken, why, why fix it? And um, <laughs> you know, I mean, am I right? I don't know. You guys. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. I I think. You know, when I made the transition, um, it, it was, it, it was, I, I like to tell people then, and I think it's still kind of true today that, you know, I, I was able to translate Japanese to Chinese because, mm. you know, the general public doesn't speak accounting and they don't speak technology either. So, um, it, you know, it's a fun blend. And I, I mean, it, it definitely, um, you know, to your point, Liz, uh, if it isn't broke, don't fix it, it is definitely the mantra. I, I mean, uh, the abacus, I think, is yet to break, but um, fortunately, we do move on. So it, it's an awesome place to be in this kind of wild west that we're in right now. So, uh, Byron, how did you get interested in technology? So you started out as a CPA. What What was it for you? Like, <laughs> was there a moment or were you just like, hey, I'm a tech guy, actually. I'm really into this. Like, wh how, what, how did you, where'd your passion come from? You know, it's a really great question because, um, you know, I grew up, I, I, you know, in the 80s and 90s when, you know, um, I, 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 did, I played outside. I didn't play on computers. And, um, you know, I went to college in the late 90s and still computers weren't even that big of a deal. Um, I started my first career with a small CPA firm. And while I was there, like, I understood the concept of right-click, 
And, uh, you know, it, all of a sudden I became the go-to guy for like, hey, how do you right-click? And um, so I, I just started helping people, which turns out to be, I guess, something that I like doing. And I realized technology was an, an opportunity to do it. So while I was with that small firm, you know, I quickly went from, um, you know, being very busy learning how to do audits and tax returns to also, you know, installing QuickBooks on everybody's computer and helping them with the printer issues and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it just kind of happened organically. Like, it wasn't something I set out to do. Um, and, in fact, the irony is I left that firm because I was doing too much technology work and I uh, didn't want to get distracted, but, you know, it sucked me back in. Yeah, I would imagine it's, it might have been hard to balance, like doing all of, you know, answering everybody's issues and troubleshooting and then also learning how to, you know, be a CPA and do tax returns and all of that stuff. So you were like <laughs> yeah, balancing your wearing the hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So, um, so I actually, I have a question. Do you PC or Apple? Ah, uh, great question. So, um, I almost went uh, Apple or Mac um, right around the Windows 8 um, transition because I was just bored with Windows 7. And um, then Windows 8 came out, and I, you know, I had you know one of the early touch screens, and I was like, you know what, there's there's real opportunity here. So I stuck with PC, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to say Windows 10 um, is definitely where I'm at. Okay, that's good. And to know. now, now with the cloud, it really doesn't even matter, right? Because if you're logging in with some sort no. of hosted environment, like you can log in with anything, correct? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, we probably have about twenty percent of our clients um, who use Macs um, exclusively for their for their work. And do you find that? I mean, I'm just curious. Like, are there certain types of people that like Macs? Be careful here, because I'm a Mac user. But I'm just saying, like, are you know, compared to PCs, <laughs> like, what makes well, a person choose? I guess for me, it's like the brand. You know, everything I have is a Mac at this point. So it's like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it, it's definitely that ecosystem um, yeah. that, that I think is, is hard to deny. Um, you know, I, I think if you were going to try to kind of put people in containers, um, I, I think, you know, there's the people who appreciate the Mac environment being this closed environment where everything kind of talks and it, you, you know where the lines of the road are and you respect those. And then mm -hmm. there's the, the PC Android people who are like, I want to draw my own lines. So it, it's, you know, I, I kind of think that those are the two big kind of defining factors of, of the different types of people. I mean, I, I was mm -hmm. an iPhone user. Um, gosh, I think I had four versions of iPhones over like eight years. And finally I went to Android last year because I was just bored. Because I, I just felt like, man, I've, I've been looking at the same iPhone for eight years. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I, I've been happy with the transition. It, it's, I mm -hmm. miss some options, but um, overall I've been pleased. Okay. That's good to know. So if you've been wanting to make the switch, 
Byron, you know, supports that. And, it, you know, so so we're going to um, talk about 2017 and trends, like for small businesses, because a lot of our audience are, are small business owners. And so we're going to set the scene here. I mean, and, you know, I realize that IT is different than, you know, tech tools. But, you know, in thinking about technology, what, what, um, what should small businesses be thinking about in terms of IT and sort of their their technology usage going forward? Sure. Um, well, it, it, it can definitely be a very large elephant to take on right now because there's 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 so much distraction. Um, but I, I would tell you from you know the small business perspective, um, a few of the things that really I, I think not only are exciting, but actually have use because, you know, a lot of this technology stuff is like exciting to talk about, but practicality wise for the small business, eh. but, um, uh, artificial intelligence, um, I, I mm. think is something, you know, that is accessible to the small business. And I'll give you a great example is, um, uh, this, um, service called X.ai. Um, it's a artificial intelligent assistant who can do your scheduling for you. And it, it seems really like simple, but if you track the number of times in one week that you spend going back and forth with somebody, oh, this time works. How about these right. four times? Well, I can't do this, but how about this time? The, this service literally is uh, a computer that is so intelligent you don't realize it's a computer who will converse back and forth via email with whoever you need to to coordinate appointments for you. And in wow. the calendar, it's really smart. You can put in preferences like preferred restaurants. and I mean, it, it is absolutely amazing. And small businesses can fully utilize the service for, for peanuts a month. It's, it's awesome. So, wow. so I have another question. Is Alexa something like considered, is that AI or is that something totally different? And Alexa being the little thing from Amazon that you talk to to turn on the radio. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I mean, so AI or cognitive uh, machine learning, all these things are all kind of this big umbrella thing. And the Amazon Echo definitely falls in that. Um, but the, the, the Echo doesn't have the intelligence to make decisions. Like, you have to be very direct and specific with Echo. Echo, play this song, play this playlist, turn on these lights, you know, create this appointment. But, you know, services like X.AI, there's intelligence going on there because it's actually making decisions um, without, you know, you having to be very specific. In fact, with my testing with it, you know, I would send emails like, uh, my, my week just got hosed. What else can you do? And mm -hmm. the system would be like, okay, if this week doesn't work for you, how about these times? You know, like it's, it's, it's intelligent wow. and actually making decisions. So let's talk more about this. We have to take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, we'll continue talking to, um, Byron Patrick. He's the managing director of Network Alliance. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar, and this is the first episode of 2017. Woohoo! And our guest is Byron Patrick. He's the managing director of Network Alliance and a tech guru who is here to tell us all about trends and tools to be uh, on the lookout for uh, for this coming year. And we were just in the last segment talking about artificial intelligence, and I, I forgot the name of it, but it was something about um, scheduling, like a virtual assistant that can do the scheduling and be very intuitive with what your needs are, which I have to say is probably an amazing tool for people that have to schedule highly busy people, you know, very busy people, because I've been in that position where you have to schedule very, very busy people and it's not fun. So <laughs> um, it's like one of the worst things ever. <laughs> and um, so, you know, so what is it? So Byron, I'm sorry, I missed What's the name of this tool called and how can people get it? Yeah, sure. The, so the website is X, literally just the letter X and mm -hmm. dot AI, like artificial okay. intelligence. And, uh, you know, you, you can name your, your assistant. It's either going to be Alex or Amy. Um, so, you know, you don't have to stick with the, the stereotypes of having a, a female assistant. If you want a male <laughs> like assistant, you can have that. <laughs> I think it's pretty, you know, it, it, it's they, they're not just trying to disrupt the, you know, um, uh, the the technical aspect of things, but yeah, it, it's it's an amazing service, and like you said, um, 
I, I, until I started really paying attention to how much time I was spending coordinating schedules for even myself, and I'm not even mm-hmm. a super busy person, um, mm-hmm. it, it just it became clear of just how valuable this service is. Yeah. Well, and now I have a question. Is artificial intelligence bots as well? Because everyone's talking about bots. You're obsessed and- with bots, Jody. <laughs> I love how you're obsessed with bots. I don't and even so really understand them. Is that them, the same like- thing or is that something different? Yeah, no, uh, bots are definitely um, artificial intelligence. It, it's bots are, are about the machine learning and, and figuring things out for themselves instead of being coded with a specific set of instructions. So I have a pretty cool bot on my phone that basically takes money out of my checking account and puts it in a savings account without me knowing it. Well, it like tells me it knows it, but it does some sort of algorithm on my checking account and it says, I can move over $6.56 today. And then it moves it and then I don't have to think yeah. about it. And it's pretty cool. So, I, I mean, I think yeah. to me, like... Um, that's where bots and all this AI is really going to be helpful from a financial sense is because it, it does things for you and you can set perimeters around it and you don't have to worry about it. That is, and that's another great example. It, it, it learns your spending and understands what is, you know, what cash flow requirements you're going to have and then makes those decisions. And that, you know, that's, there's so much going on. I mean, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, um, all these big organizations are investing millions upon millions of dollars into building this cognitive thinking machine learning um, infrastructure, and it's just going to take off. Um, you know, I, I think this year is really going to be uh, the springboard for, you know, small businesses beginning to, you know, really utilize them in their organizations. But a question, I mean, how do you, what's the balance between privacy and also having these, like, you know, this technology know who we are and our spending habits and where we live? And, like, you know, I I, I mean, even on Facebook, it's like, oh, I was just Googling, you know, new planners. And then all of a sudden I have, like, all of these things about new brands that are putting out new planners. And it's just like, oh, my God, like... You know, and that's old news, right? Everybody talks about that. So, I mean, what's the balance yeah. between the privacy uh, piece and, and, you know, companies, like, giving us what we actually want intuitively? It's a really great question. And, uh, you know, I think the challenge is the balance is up to each individual, um, yeah. we, which can be a challenge because you have to manage all of those settings. I mean, all of us in our phone, when, when we pull our phone out, whether it's Android or, or iPhone, it's tracking us. It's tracking our movements. It's tracking what we click on, the things we use, and it's reporting it back somewhere because, like you said, Liz, I mean, all of a sudden, I, you know, I, I went to a shooting range one day. I didn't Google it. I didn't even put the GPS coordinates into my phone. But the next day, Groupon is sending me uh, oh my gosh. Know, stuff for shooting ranges because it knew my location. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you can get into those settings and change them, but you have to educate yourself on how to do that and figure out what you like. I mean, for me personally, and a lot of people will argue venomously against this, but for me personally, there is so much convenience in in so many aspects of this that, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I kind of say, you know, 
Obviously, where there's business information and business data, it's very critical that, that you take privacy um, uh, very seriously. But mm-hmm. for, you know, um, other things, you know, I, I I'm all like about the, the coupon, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I was just exactly. looking for this. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy it sends sure. me the coupon. <laughs> I, I love the coupon. This is saving yeah. me money. I mean, it's, but, uh, you know, there, there's no question. There's, you know, Dr. Guggenheim who's tracking us and knows us better than we know ourselves. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think, too, it's a generational thing because I think, um, like, my kids don't even think about privacy. They don't even think of it's an it's an issue because they just – they're just so used right. to it. Whereas, you know, I'm Gen X and I'm kind of in the middle, but if you were to talk yeah. to a baby boomer, they're like, they don't want to give out any information. So, right. um, yeah. I think that those blurred lines are gonna, you know, are going to be less because I, yeah. I think eventually people are just going to come to accept, you know, the, I, yeah. I'll say the lack of privacy or, or the openness of the world today. Sure. And, and which is a little bit scary also, because I, I, I think that lackadaisical perspective, you know, creates opportunity for, you know, not so um, uh, ethical people. So yeah, mm-hmm. you have to be careful for sure. Mm-hmm. So l- let's just talk about something other, some other magical thing, which is the cloud, right? I mean, you know, we love the cloud. <laughs> And um, it does work like magic, even though I know there's things going on in the background. I don't know what they are, but I know they're working. And so um, how do, you know, how do small businesses stack up with using the cloud? I mean, we know that CPAs have been dragging their feet around this, but, you know, what about regular general small businesses? Are they using the cloud? You know, should they be in the cloud? Should they not be in the cloud? Why would they pick to be in the cloud? Yeah, it's so. Uh, the first question: Are they using it? The, the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, if if they have a smartphone, which I, I think the recent statistics basically say there's you know two smartphones for every single uh, woman, man, child, and baby <laughs> on the planet. Um, <laughs> you know, um, then they're using the cloud. Whether or not they realize it is another question. Um, but, you know, really getting on to, to the meat of it is I, I think small businesses in general are really stuck in their legacy systems. Um, I, I met with uh, a small nonprofit recently that said we've been on the same donor management system for 20 years, and we don't know how to get off of it. And it, it, it's, they want to. They know that there's this this unicorn out there called the cloud that that will, you know, uh, give them so many tools and opportunities to better communicate with their donors and things like that. But they don't know how to get there. So, um, you know, I I think a lot of it's still education and having you know um, people talking about it and and helping small businesses to figure out how to how to eat that elephant and to, to take that first bite. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jody. I was just like, no, you know. because I think so. One of the things that I really believe now is, is if you look at the world and how the world is going through this digital transformation, I think the cloud has to be at the core of it. Because what happens is, is once you get in the cloud or once you figure out you need to use the cloud and you start moving towards it, whether it be um, a hosted solution or a cloud that's like native, right? 
um, all of a sudden your business can be digitized much faster. And I, I think that's one of the first steps is getting in that, you know, that server out of your office mentality, because then once it's away, somehow it seems like businesses can just move faster. Have you seen that to be true, Byron? Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, I think that's one of the problems we have today is like everything's changing so fast. And I think it's like, once you get into that cloud over that cloud hump, then all of a sudden you can move much faster. And a lot of people don't realize that that's the, you know, the springboard to changing in a much more um, rapid pace than in the past, because like Byron said, like everyone's using a cell phone. So how do you, how do you operate in your business without having an app or, or something, some other sort of digital medium to have your customers going to? And, and I think that's, that's one of the, the early steps that a, a business owner can take to help them move forward with digitizing their complete operation. Yeah, and I think some, you know, there are businesses that just start and they're completely on the cloud, you know, and I feel like maybe that's, you know, some small, you know, Etsy people or some, you know, I love going to like, I don't know, street fairs and like buying clothes and they're like, oh yeah, let me just put my little square thing in to my phone and I'll take your credit card. And it's just like, then they email me a receipt and it's like, oh wow, look at you. You're a business owner on the run, you know? And it's like, I I mean, that's how they start. Right. Um, and that's definitely how they can lower their overhead and, you know, start a business. So, um, but when we, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're really going to dig in to trends happening and tools that you may want to know about for 2017. That's going to help you make, you know, run your business more efficiently and won't break your budget. Stay tuned. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, 
but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at Let's Get Radical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar and I'm here with Liz Gold. And you're listening to Let's Get Radical. And our guest today is Byron Patrick, who is a CPA and a cloud guru, as well as a technologist. Um, and we're in my favorite part of the show, which is the financial underwear drawer. And we're going to actually talk about like some operational things. But, you know, we have to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, who is into it. And um, I understand that, um, Byron, you were actually at QB Connect this year. Can you tell us a little bit about like what you did there? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, actually, the, it, this um, dovetails with what I mentioned earlier about the artificial intelligence and the virtual assistant. I, I gave a presentation um, on that at QB Connect, but um, that you know attended a number of sessions there, and uh, what an awesome conference! Not to mention they they showed this great concept video of um, your future virtual assistant called QB. And um, how small businesses, you know, will be able to kind of talk to their QuickBooks in the future, and um, you know, get some artificial intelligence there. It was, it was a pretty cool preview of you know things to come. That it, it's still futureware, but um, I like what they're looking at. Cool. So if we're looking at, um, I always say like financial underwear drawer, and to me, that's like the operations or the guts of your business, right? What are some tools that you think are must-haves for small businesses to um, have their firms or firms or businesses running efficiently kind of like at a, I know like different firms are different, um, businesses are different, but like, I mean, like, are you all about like office or Google docs or what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, well, gosh, it's Google docs is awesome. And I think Google docs really created some, some disruption, um, that kind of made Microsoft wake up. Um, and since then, um, I, I just think Microsoft has done everything right with Office 2016 and Office 365 and, you know, the collaboration that they're bringing to the table. So um, first off, I, I would tell anybody who is buying Microsoft Office licenses and putting them on a shelf, um, they, they need to either talk to a service provider like myself, which offers the hosting with all the licensing, and, and where you no longer have to buy that, or go to Office 365. I, I believe you've done that, Jody, and, um, you know, license the, the, the applications plus get the whole collaboration um, foundation for, you know, a, a small amount a month, which just provides so many tools to small businesses. And do you think uh, that, like, Google Docs, still has a place in small business or do you think that um 
you know, it's just like pick your poison, right? Like some people are Mac people, some people are um, uh, PC people. Yeah, I mean, I do think that Google Docs has a place. I, I think their place is definitely more in the the nonprofit educational sector section, um, primarily, and maybe that's just kind of my bias to, you know, excel, but personally, I, I can't imagine um, running a business on Google Docs. Uh, a lot of them do it, um, but um, I, I think it depends on, on your needs. You know, a CPA firm, you, you need the, the horsepower of Microsoft Excel. I'm sorry, the, the Google Docs spreadsheet just isn't going to cut it. So um, I, I think that for some small businesses, it's out there, and the price point is awesome. So it, it's it, pick your poison. But, um, you know, I, I think if you can swing the cost of, of Microsoft, you know, I, it, it can't be denied. And then what about some, like, workflow tools or some um, other tools that other small businesses find useful? Sure. Um, I I can tell you this one, and and a lot of people are probably tired of hearing it, but it's just such an awesome tool for collaboration um, is Evernote. Um, mm. Evernote, it, it's, it's one of those things, honestly, uh, you can talk about it until you're blue in the face, but unless you download it and start playing with it, you're not going to really get the value. Um, but I, I use it to organize myself. I use it to organize the people I work with. I use it to organize my children. Um, it, and it's just, it's integration with the phone, the PC, the Mac. My daughter's a Mac person and uses it. Um, it, it's, uh, we did her entire, she's, you know, uh, applying to colleges right now. So we organized all of that with Evernote and that way I always knew what was going on. She always knew what was going on. It, it was just such an awesome collaboration, um, spot for us to do. So I, you know, it, it's one of those things, get in there and play with it. Um, and, and it's really a great tool. The, the other one that, that I love and again, this is one that, that a lot of these cloud things, I just think they're so different from how we're used to thinking that it requires some playing with to really see the value that Slack. Um, Slack is, is a, another communication medium that really has the opportunity within organizations to eliminate multiple communication streams because, you know, right now, we text with our employees, we text with our clients, we email our employees, we email our clients, we call, we forward. Um, mm-hmm. they, there's just, they, we, we right. do instant messaging. Um, it, it's overwhelming, and Slack kind of gives you the opportunity to put it all in one place and say, no more texting, no more emailing, hey, at least within your organization. You, you can't necessarily force clients there, but within your organization, you can consolidate all of that communication and really gain a lot of efficiencies. Um, so that, that's another one that I would really encourage uh, companies to, to begin to check out. What's your, what's your opinion of Basecamp? Because I've used that um, with a client before. And, um, I mean, that's just another tool, you know, like another platform for workflow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Basecamp is, is a slick solution. Personally, I, I, have, I have struggled 
um, with various project management workflow solutions um, mm-hmm. only because the, the challenge that I have with them is it, the theory behind it is awesome, like create this template and, and create these workflows to follow through and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But uh, the moment you deviate from the workflow, it, it becomes, for me, a tripping point <laughs> that mm-hmm. like, I, I struggle to get back on the track. Um, that said, I do believe that, that they are awesome tools, especially for large groups. Um, mm-hmm. Like, and, and maybe that's been my tripping point is that I'm using it to collaborate with maybe two or three people um, where it's easy to just get in the room and kind of align ourselves and know where we're going. Um, but actually, my, my kids have used it um, to do project management in their classes in high school. Oh, wow. And it works really well because you have, you know, 30 chickens with their heads cut off all running in multiple directions. <laughs> and, you know, um, you have yeah. one person who's, who's really in charge of managing that workflow. And I, I think it works really well there. So I am all about it. I think Basecamp is, is an awesome tool. It's just a matter of figuring out the right application. And sometimes I think people tend to be like, okay, I have this workflow now everything has to go in it. It needs to be my mm-hmm. one tool for everything. And I, I just don't think that it, it that's the it's right not realistic. I don't right? think yeah. that like, yeah, I think we, we have this idea of technology that it's going to solve all our problems. And <laughs> a lot of times we add technology and we have people problems, not technology problems. But. <laughs> yeah, well said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I heard you, Byron, talk about a tool. Um, I was at an event last last month with Byron, and he was talking with a technology panel. And I heard him talking about this password thing um, that like oh, yeah. saves all your passwords for you or remembers them, so that you don't have to remember them. Oh, Could you talk a little bit idea. about like password protection? And I thought was really interesting is. Um, about security and, and our false sense of what it really means to be secure? Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, good suggestion. Um, so, I, uh, you know, a little backstory is I really resisted password management for many years. Um, I always had the philosophy that, you know, I want to be the only keeper of my passwords and, you know, never shall I share it with anybody, anywhere, or anything. Um, and I, I just got tired of clicking the forgot my password link because I, I just couldn't keep up. So um, I, I eventually, you know, did some research and found LastPass, um, L-A-S-T-P-A-S-S. And the, the thing that I really love about LastPass is it works on your iPhones, it works on your Android, it, it works on um, within Chrome, Internet Explorer, it works in many places, so you're not locked into saying, you know, the only time I can ever log into, you know, XYZ website is when I'm on my personal computer. That's not the case. You can use LastPass in a lot of these places. Also, LastPass um, has the opportunity to do multi-factor authentication. So, uh, because it's true, if all your passwords are unlocked by one password, uh, you know, that's kind of a vulnerability. So you can add uh, multi-factor authentication to it and, and really, you know, increase that level of, of privacy and security on the system. Uh, additionally, if you really, really want to be secure, 
and its last pass has built-in ability to generate the password for you. So, you know, if you're on Evernote's website and you're signing up for the service, you can tell LastPass to generate the password, which will be, you know, this 47-character password that makes absolutely no sense, that is virtually, you know, uncrackable. But um, LastPass will manage that for you. It'll manage the password reset. It'll kind of, you know, become that hub for all of that management. So uh, you can really individually make things extremely secure and uh, keep it all in one place, which, you know, is so much better. I, it was funny because at that presentation, there was one gentleman in the room who was like, you know, I have it in an Excel file which, with a, uh, you know, 17-character complex password, and it has everything on it. And he really felt very secure doing that. And what he doesn't understand is there's bots, as we've talked about before, that are out there scavenging hard drives, looking for anything that might possibly have a password in it or be called named password or something like that. And to, to crack a 17-character Excel file password is a $9 tool on the Internet. Um, it might take you a week, but guess what? Now I've unlocked everything. So wow. um, there's definitely, yeah, it, it's... That false sense of security is terrifying. I I mean, you know, and the irony is he he would scoff at, at, you know, the the person across the room who was like, I keep mine in a notebook in a locked drawer in my desk. While I don't condone that, (laughs) that notebook locked in that drawer is more secure than that Excel spreadsheet on his computer. Yeah. Um, Because the only way to get to that is physical access. I don't need physical access to get to your computer anymore. So it's, right. it's it, you know, LastPass is an awesome tool. Um, I don't get paid to say it. I probably should because I'm a, a super <laughs> cheerleader of them. Um, there are competitors which are probably just as good. I've just kind of married myself to, to LastPass. Well, and I think what's really important to think about, too, is I think you said something to the effect that, you know, you could have all the security in the world, but if your password is on a sticky note on your computer in your office, like, <laughs> it's user error that creates more breaches than actually all these, like, fancy computers. Oh, yeah. I'm writing LastPass down right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to share with you my um, habits, but wow, LastPass, LastPass. <laughs> so we have to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to be right back. We're talking with Byron Patrick. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit NewVisionCPAGroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. 
Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Byron Patrick. He's a total tech guru and CPA, and he is the managing director of Network Alliance. And we're going to find out a little bit more about that in a minute. But before we move into that, I know we're all pro-technology here, but Byron, I have to ask, is there anything that you see coming down the pike that you're a little bit concerned about in terms of tech? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anything specific? I I don't know that there's anything specific. I I think it's mostly just um, staying focused on the concerns for security. Um, Mm -hmm. Jody mentioned in the last segment, you know, security is, everybody thinks that security is a technology issue, but it's 100%. Uh, well, let's say 90% people issue, 10% technology issue. So uh, organizations, people need to stay educated about technology and the related security and how to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, especially, you know, it just seems to be changing so rapidly that people really have to stay on top of it. So, so we know that you work with CPAs and other accounting firms and, and small businesses. I mean, how can, you know, if somebody, why, okay, let me, let me back up a little bit here. Hello. It's first show of 2017. You know, tell us what you do at Network Alliance and how yeah. small businesses can work with you. There we go. I got it out. It's amazing. Definitely. Well done. All right. Thanks, Liz. Um, so, you know, we, we were talking previously about, um, a, you know, how small businesses can make a transition to the cloud. And what we do at Network Alliance is we make that transition much easier in the sense that we can help you take your legacy systems and, you know, kind of give you a hybrid cloud, which means, you know, take your desktop applications, your data that's sitting on a server that's in, you know, your kitchen that, you know, the coffee maker's sitting on top of, and, and get that out of there. 
um, and put that into the quote-unquote cloud, manage it for you, do the updates and, and security and everything else related to it, and let you focus on running your business and not worry about um, the infrastructure and the servers. I, I, I just, I almost cried the other day. I got an email from, um, or a text from my cousin who's a CPA in Tennessee and a really good friend of hers. Um, his CPA firm literally burnt to the ground in the fires in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, and wow. yes, with in the ashes was his tape backup system, all his backup tapes, and his server. Um, oh my gosh. So a solution like Network Alliance would mean his building could burn to the ground, but he could still complete tax returns the next day if he was emotionally capable of it. So yeah. that, that's the kind of stuff we do. Wow. Yeah, you don't want to be in yeah. a position like that. I mean, that's really, that's devastating. <sighs> devastating. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I had just had this amazing question and it slipped my mind. Wow. So, so how can people get in touch with you if they want to, if they want to work with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, a number of ways, obviously Twitter, um, Byron underscore CPA is my uh, mm-hmm. Twitter handle. Um, you, you can email me bpatrick at networkalliance.com. If you just go to networkalliance.com, there's a contact us form. You can reach out there. Uh, If you know Jody, uh, you know, Jody and and now my good friend Liz will will be happy Mm -hmm. to introduce you. Um, So there's a lot of ways. But, you know, via the Google, I guarantee you can find a guy named Byron Patrick CPA. There's not too many of us out there. Yeah, and also if you want to read about Byron on their website um, at Network Alliance, there's a great little interview with Byron that you can learn a lot of fun facts about. I, I read it and I was like, wow, I love this. So good. So um, there are not too many CPAs with tattoos in the Maryland no. flag on their arms. So no. if you think CPA and you think tattoo, you'll think Byron. Yeah, I, I, I have to say it's very impressive. Um, okay, quick question. Who are your sweet, sweet, uh, sweet spot clients? Oh, gosh. Um, our, our sweet spot is really uh, any small business. My focus is the CPA industry, but our, our business as a whole works with mm-hmm. all types of small businesses. Okay. Um, and, and the way we define small is really kind of 150 and less. And don't let that um, deter one- and two-person organizations. We have many clients that, that are, you know, five and under. So, so really anybody in that, is, and one specifically is if you're getting to the point where you're saying maybe we need to hire a full-time IT person to have on staff, don't do it. Call us because we can be that full-time support person and, you know, support you and your business better than, than any in-house person could. Awesome. Byron awesome. Patrick, thank you so much for being on our show today and our My first pleasure. guest of thank 2017. You. Yes, mm-hmm. we're so happy that you were able to be here. Everybody, you know, you can get in touch with us at our email, Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. We have archives of past shows. Check us out. And um, we're on Facebook. Send us a message. We love hearing from you. What else, Jody? Anything? We're looking for guests for 2017. So if you it's are a small business now. or you love small businesses, um, you know, reach out to us because we'd love to have you on our show. Yes. 
And well, I'm uh, happy that, to fill any gaps you have there. I had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to become a regular, Byron. Maybe I we can have you as I'd a call in every now and yeah, then. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Our resident tech guru. Okay, so um, we will we will see you and talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Radical.